This is the third episode of my podcast. Today, I am going to talk and tell you and explain to you about supercomputers. Now, supercomputers are used for data-intensive and computation for heavy scientific and engineering purposes such as quantum mechanics, weather forecasting, oil and gas exploration, molecular modeling, physical simulation, aerodynamics, nuclear fusion, research, and cryptoanalysis. Early operating systems were custom-made for each supercomputer to increase its speed. In, in recent years, supercomputer architecture has moved away from proprietary in-house operating systems to Linux. Now, they have a certain distinguishing features. Unlike the conventional computers, they usually have more than one CPU, which contains circuits for interpretation of program instructions and execution of arithmetic and logic operations in proper sequence. The use of several CPUs to be able to attain high computational rates is necessitated by the physical limits of circuit technology. Since electronic signals cannot travel faster than speed of light, which does constitute a functional, no, a fundamental speed limit for signal transmission and circuit switching. This limit also has been reached. <clears throat> this limit has almost been reached, owing to mini miniaturization of circuit components, dramatic reduction in the length of wires connecting circuit boards, and innovation of cooling techniques. Example in various computer computer systems, circuit boards, and innovations. A processor are immersed immerse inside cryogenic fluid to achieve the low temperatures at which they operate faster. Speedy retrieval of stored data and instructions is required to support the extremely high computational speed of CPUs. Still, another distingu- distinguishing characteristics of supercomputers is their vector arithmetic. Example, they are able to operate in pairs of lists of numbers rather than on mere pairs of numbers. Example, a quintessential supercomputer can be mo- can multiply a list of hourly wages for a group of factory workers by the amount of hours booked by members of that group to produce dollars earned by each worker in roughly the same time that it takes a regular computer to calculate the amount of money earned by just one worker. Supercomputers were originally 
used in applications related to national security, including nuclear weapons design and cryptography. Today, they they are also routinely employed by the aerospace, petroleum, and automotive industries. In addition, supercomputers have found been found wide application in areas involving engineering of or, or scientific research in the studies of the structure of subatomic particles and the origin. and nature of the universe. Supercomputers have become an indispensable tool in weather forecasting. Predictions are now based on numerical models. As the cost of supercomputers decline, their use spread to the world of online gaming. In particular, the 5th to 10th fastest Chinese supercomputers in 2007 were owned by a company with only rights in China to electronic game World of Warcraft, which sometimes had more than a million people playing together on the same gaming world. Another common artificial intelligence application for multiprocessing was chess. For instance, the 1988 high-tech built at the Carnegie Mellon University, Pittsburgh, PA, used 64 custom processors, one for each square on the chessboard. To become the first computer to defeat a grandmaster in a chess. Wow! In February 1996, IBM's Deep Blue, using 992 custom enhanced RS6000 processors, was the first computer to defeat a world champion, Gary Kasparov, in a slow game. It was then assigned to predict the weather in Atlanta, Georgia. During the 1996 Summer Olympic Games, its successor, now with 256 custom chess processors, defeats Kasparov in a six-game return March in May 1997. Not bad. While the massively multiprocessing approach prevailed in the United States. In Japan, the NEC Corporation returned to the older approach of custom designing the computer chip for its Earth simulator. Never heard of that before. Which surprised many computer scientists by debuting in its first place on the industry's top 500 supercomputer speed list in 2002. It did not hold this position for long. However, as in 2004, 
a prototype for IBM's Blue Jean slash L with wow one eight processing nodes reach a speed of ooh, 36 TF LOP. I don't know what is that. Just exceeding the speed of the Earth simulator. Following two doublings in the number of its processors, the AS ASCII Blue Gene slash L installed in 2005 at the Sandia National Lab Laboratories in Livermore, California, became the first machine to pass the coveted 100 TFLOPs mark with the speed of about 135 TLOPs. Other Blue Jeans L machines with similar architecture helped many of the top spots on the successive top 500 list. With regular improvements, the ASCII Blue Jean says out reached its speed in excess of 500 TFLOP in 2007. These IBM supercomputers are noteworthy for the choice operating system Linux and IBM's support for the development of open source applications. The first computer to access whoo, a thousand TFLOPs or wow one petaflop is built by IBM in 2008 known as a roadrunner for this New Mexico State Bird. The machine was first tested at IBM's facilities in New York, where it achieved the milestone prior to it being disassembled for shipment to Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico. The test version employed 6,984 dual-core up up to run microchips from advanced micro devices AMD and twelve thousand nine hundred and sixty of IBM cell broadband engine. Such progress in computing placed together place researchers on or past the verge of being able <clears throat> for the first time to do computer simulations based on first principle physics, not merely simplified models. This in turn raised prospects for breakthrough in such areas as meteorology meteorology and global climate analysis pharmaceutical and medical designs, new materials and aerospace engineering. The greatest impediment for realizing 
the full potential of supercomputers remains the immense effort required to write programs in such a way that different aspects of a problem can be operated on simultaneously by diff by many by as many different processes as possible, even managing in this in the case of less than a dozen processes are commonly used in modern personal computers as has resisted any simple solution the IBM's open source initiative with support from various academics corporate partners made progress in the 1990s and the 2000s. Now we move on to the mainframe. The mainframes are type of computer that generally are known for their large size, amount of storage, and processing power, and high level of reliability. They are primarily used, primarily, primarily used by large organizational for mission critical application requiring requiring high volumes of data processing. In main, in general, there are a few characteristics of mainframes that are common among all mainframe vendors. One, nearly all mainframes have the ability to run slash host multiple operating systems. Secondly, mainframes can add or hot swap system capacity without disruption. They are designed to handle very high volume input slash output and emphasize throughout computing. A single main a single mainframe can replace dozens and even hundreds of smaller servers. The mainframe appeared in the early 1940s. The most popular vendors include IBM, Hitachi, and Amdahl. Some recently considered mainframes as an obsolete technology with no real remaining use. Yet today, in every single decade since its inception, mainframes, mainframe computers, and the mainframe style of computing dominate the landscape of large-scale business computing. Mainframe computers now play a central role in daily operations of many of the world's largest Fortune 1000 companies. In banking, finance, healthcare, insurance, public utilities, government, and a host of other public and private enterprises, the mainframe computer continues to form the foundation of modern businesses. Okay, now we are moving on to the difference. The main difference between mainframe and super computers is their typical application domain. Mainframe excel in reliable volume computing in domains requiring integer operations. Supercomputers are designed 
to excel in their ability to perform floating point operations. Addition, addition, subtraction, multiplication with enough digits of precision to model continuous phenomena such as weather. Despite the continuous change in IT, mainframe computers are considered stable, secure, and compatible of all computing platforms. The latest model can handle the most advanced and demanding customer workload, yet continue to run application that were written in earlier decades for those who think there is no use of the big eye now they will be really surprised